Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of How I Teach with the Language Arts Lady. So we're going to start out, of course, with some housekeeping. Um, today's episode is about teaching grammar terms. And in your teacher's notebook, you have a free quiz and part of the answer key. So you want to be sure to hop on over there. So let's start there. Uh, each episode of How I Teach comes with a PowerPoint presentation, um, a teacher's notebook of sheets, which is what I'm showing right here. This is what you get for free every week, which is either a partial lesson or a full lesson uh, that you can use with your students. Um, most, most of the time it has something that you could actually print off, the, all the time, it has something you could actually print off and use right away. And um, it comes in audio at your favorite podcast provider. And it also comes in a um, uh, video form at YouTube and at the blog. So what I have on the screen right now, if you are following along, is your teacher's notebook. So if you are watching the video, you're in great shape. You can get your teacher's notebook now or later um, because everything in this teacher's notebook is also in the video, uh, in the PowerPoint presentation, just a landscape picture of it instead of a uh, portrait picture of it, uh, just because of the nature of PowerPoint. If you are listening uh, to it on iTunes or some other uh, podcast providing platform, you want to be sure that you print off your teacher's notebook and follow along. Um, because I'm going to be jumping all over and teaching you how to teach grammar term using a weekly think fast type of quiz. So um, I'm Donna Reish, by the way, your hostess and your teacher for how I teach in a podcast and broadcast in which I teach my tools and tips that I have developed in 25 years of curriculum writing and tutoring and so forth. So let's go right into the PowerPoint for those of you who are um, watching. And those of you who have your teacher's notebook and you're listening, I'll try to keep you abreast as to where we are. All right, so here we go with uh, the cover page, Beginning Think Fast Grammar Quiz. This is a product that is available at my Teachers Pay Teachers store. It's very inexpensive and you can print it off for your students. We print one of these master quizzes with the full answer key, which I believe the whole product is maybe 30 pages long. So we print one of those off for each one of our students in my complete language arts program. So that is my um, character quality language arts that I teach locally as well as online. Every student gets one of these quizzes um, in their entirety to put in their notebook so that they have the whole answer key. More on that in just a minute. Um, and then each week, my students get at least two of these, beginning Think Fast Grammar Quiz, page one and um, page two. It is two pages long for the beginning. The advanced one is now three pages long. And that is coming soon to the teacher, to my Teachers Pay Teacher store. And I'll probably teach about that in a future episode. So um, my students then get two of these quizzes. One they do in class and then one they do at home for homework. So um, the packet, the whole packet has everything in it that you, that a teacher needs to teach 
the beginning think fast grammar quiz and to use it every week. Notice that this says third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I will say that I start out with the beginning for everybody because I make the assumption that they don't know all their being, helping, and linking verbs, that they don't know 100 prepositions, that they don't know all of their coordinating conjunctions, that they don't know all three of their noun markers or articles, that they um, do not know the five parts of a sentence, um, that they do not know many subordinators, uh, which is what we start incomplete clauses or dependent clauses or non-sentences with. So I'm making some assumptions about students coming in. Now I do have returning students, and so they just do the advanced quiz right off the bat. But everybody who is new does the beginning so that they can learn all of the elements. So let me just talk for a moment about the need for such an item as the beginning Think Fast Grammar Quiz. When a student does grammar worksheets and does usage worksheets and things like that in their language arts or in their grammar course, regardless of really the grade level, um, there are certain assumptions that are made, right? So if a student has to, for example, do subject verb agreement. So let's say that the sentence says, um, the girl, comma, along with her brothers, comma, was or were going to the store. So the student has to pick out whether uh, the BHL, the being helping link verb that they need to use there is a was or a were, right? If they do not know that along is a preposition, they cannot isolate, we do it with parentheses, or just in their brains, they cannot isolate along with their brothers, her brothers, and they do not get rid of the internal prepositional phrases mentally and match the girl with was. Are you surprised that the girl, comma, along with her brothers, comma, was going to the store is the answer and not the girl, comma, along with her brothers, comma, were going to the store? So when we give our students assignments, that's just one small example. Let's suppose we want them to punctuate sentences with for and nor but or yet so, coordinating conjunctions, fanboys. And we want them to figure out if they're compound sentences or not. Do you need a comma before the coordinating conjunction because you have a complete sentence on the left and a complete sentence on the right? If they do not know all seven of their coordinating conjunctions, then they cannot put those commas in to that grammar assignment. Let's move on to an, a, and the noun markers. These are all in the quizzes, by the way. So let's move on to noun markers slash articles. Um, most programs call them articles. I use the words articles and noun markers interchangeably because noun markers tell what they do. They mark a noun. Um, so some programs call them noun markers. Most call them articles. So if we want them to put in the proper noun marker, the proper article before the word xylophone in the sentence, um, the little boy played blank xylophone. If they do not know all three of the noun markers, all three of the articles, they cannot do that. Suppose we want them to either put a comma or an exclamation point following an interjection, but they do not know that my well, oh, wow, yes, no, are all interjections. Are you starting to see a theme here? Suppose we want them to either put in an adjective or an adverb 
based on whether the verb that's given is a being helping linking verb by itself or is an action verb. So we have a sentence like the girl played happily. The, and we have the girl played blank. So we want them to recognize that played is a verb. That's usually not a really difficult skill for a child to do because it's an action. And so in that case, we want the adjective, adverb. We want them to put happily. But then suppose the sentence said the girl is, and we want them to put in either an adverb or an adjective. But they do not know all of their 35, 36, excuse me, being, helping, and linking verbs. So they do not know that is never has an adverb with it. All right, are you starting to see a theme here? This is why we need something in an ongoing manner that teaches students these parts of speech, that teaches them a ton of these parts of speech. Now, let's go back to the preposition problem because I am on the page that says beginning think fast grammar quiz and you can see on this page that it is nothing but prepositions. Okay, nothing but prepositions on this page. And the reason for that is because a lot of grammar programs and teachers use a song or a jingle or a rhyme, and I use those extensively, as you will see as we go through here, and even some of my other quizzes, like the eight parts of speech quiz that's coming up, or like the tricky tricks quiz that will be coming up in the future. I use um, jingles and rhymes and mnemonics as well. But the problem with teaching a 30 word, 30 proposition, proposition song, that's a great start, very good start because songs, rhymes and jingles are so uh, memorable. But the problem with just teaching 30 prepositions is that, um, let me see if that's in the answer key here. Yes, there are 216 potential prepositions counting multi-word prepositions. So the problem with teaching 30 is that they literally have one seventh of the prepositions memorized. So when we go through here and suppose along was not in the song, they do not know that along is a preposition. So then they go, the girl along with her brothers were going to the store because they do not know that along is a preposition because their song only had 30. So they just know those 30. So songs and jingles for prepositions are good starts, but they are not everything that will teach all of the prepositions. Or I like for all of my students to at least have 100 when they leave me. So the elementary kids, you know, uh, up to fifth grade, they, I like for them to have at least 50. And then the junior high and high schoolers, I like for them to have at least 100. I have had kids who have been able to memorize 150, 180 prepositions. So um, yeah, they spent a lot of time on that, mostly because they wanted to have a preposition quiz off with me. And uh, they knew that I could probably come up with more than they could come up with. So um, yeah, they just, they just did it just to show that they could do more prep than I could do, which in fact, they could not do more preps than I could do, but they did not care about their penmanship at all. So actually the, when the buzzer went off, they did have more prepositions listed than I did. You just couldn't read all of, all of his. So anyway, that is why we need some type of ongoing think fast grammar quiz. Something that teaches a lot of things that students need in order to write well and in order to be able to do their grammar worksheets, their usage worksheets and so forth.
So just having a unit on prepositions doesn't teach 100 prepositions. Just having a week on being helping and linking verbs does not cement 36 BHL verbs in their mind. Just um, you know, going over noun markers one week, uh, doing using my little posters, my little articles slash noun markers posters, um, one week does not ensure that they know these in an ongoing way. So I use these because then when they are doing their grammar assignments, I can say, okay, what are your coordinated conjunctions, guys? What are your fanboys? Because you're going to need to use them for these compound sentences. And because they just did a quiz in class, this Think Fast Grammar quiz in class, and they also have just done one at home for homework, they remember all of these grammar terms the whole academic year. So I recommend that you use it at least once a week or twice a week. If you have the class time to do it like as a bell ringer or something like that every morning um, at the beginning of class, that would even be more ideal. So um, let me tell you how to start using such a thing because you're gonna have this to use if you print off your teacher's notebook because the teacher's notebook pages are completely free. So there you go. Um, so uh, you just can't give a beginning think fast grammar quiz, definitely not an advanced one, to a class and say, fill this in. So this is where we use the answer key. And this is why all of my students have this beginning think fast grammar quiz answer key. And they put it in behind a divider in their notebook, uh, in their binder. They have a binder with their proofreader's marks, their definition dissection steps, their prefixes and suffixes and roots, their beginning think fast grammar quiz, um, answer key, what else is back there? Um, um, I can't think of what else is back there, but it is there, each of those things is behind a divider and then in the front they have their monthly unit of character quality language arts. So um, they have this answer key at their disposal. When they put it in their binder, I have them write on the top, my new best friend. And then I have them put a sticky note on the edge that says, mom, I can look at this. <laughs> oh, little kids are so literal and so cute. But parents automatically think that kids should not use an answer key, right? They think their child is cheating. So I, for the child, I have them write my new best friend. And I tell them this answer key is going to be your new best friend over the next three months. And then they write a little note to their mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever, whoever their person is, whoever their adult is, who's nanny, whoever's going to be helping them with homework and so forth. They write on their sticky note, you know, adult, whoever that might be, this is not cheating. I'm allowed to use this or something like that. It's really cute. Of course, I have to spell cheating. I have to spell allowed. So cute. All right. Um, so this is our new best friend. So the way I introduce such a thing as this quiz, whether you use mine or use another one that you've created, um, you need a method to your madness, right? Because we can't just hand them that quiz, as I said, and expect them to fill it in. So what I do is I take something that's very simple um, to start with. So I might start over here with um, prepositions that are synonyms or prepositions using their little figure and tissue rule or other PPP, and there's a note at the bottom, preposition practice pal. I do have some products that are preposition only um, coming up. Uh, they might still be in the Language Arts Lady store. They're coming over to the Teachers Pay Teacher store. One is 
um, preposition practice pack. One is Beauty and the Beast preposition practice pack. And then at Christmas time, we are going to have our um, elves and um, elves and uh, Santa's workshop preposition practice pack. Super, super cute. All right, so I take something that isn't very difficult. So I, I come here to the synonyms and I say, okay, what are words that are synonyms for these words? So what is a synonym for above, below? What is a synonym for along, beside? What is a synonym for aside, away? What is a synonym? And I always tell them, sin, same, op, ant. Sin, same, ot, op, ant. And they write that in their margin. I write it on my board and then they write it in their margin. And I do that anytime I'm teaching synonyms or antonyms. Sin, same, ant, op, ant. All right, S-Y-N, sin. Okay, and so then they go through there and guess what? They knew 10 prepositions already just because if something is a synonym for a preposition, it is usually a preposition. If something is an antonym for a preposition, it is usually a preposition. So moving over to the antonyms, in, out, above, below, inside, outside, over, under, up, down, on top of, below, or on the bottom of, below, um, I'm doing opposites here, above, on, off, outside, inside, under, over, down, up, off, on, underneath, above. Okay, it's okay if they repeat. All right, and uh, I'll do something like that that's very, very, very simple. And um, they will highlight that for their homework, that they're gonna do those two sections for their homework, knowing that they can look back in the answer key because there is a whole section in the answer key that says prepositions that are synonyms, three pages, I believe. Another whole section in the answer key, prepositions that are opposites, antonyms. And they can go back and um, use the answer key if they get stuck. Now, I always have them highlight where they got stuck. So where did you have to get help? Where did you have to use your best friend? Okay, when you had to use your best friend, you know, for number four, like on the bottom, prepositions using your little figure and tissue roll or other PPP, if you had to use it for four this week, you had to start using the answer key at, at number four. Next week, you had to start using it for at six. The next week, you didn't have to use it until 12. They see their growth. And I can see how far they're getting without the answer key. All right, so let me just step back here again and talk about prepositions. 216 of them, they are going to do a section that begins with A. They are going to do prepositions made with other words. So these are multi-word ones. So in, inside, in, in, into, on, on, on top, of, on, onto, with, within, without, through, throughout, okay? They always call those their freebies. When they're doing the, the, the um, advanced quiz, it just lists, a, it just has a space for them to write 50 preps. And they always call those their freebies because if you can get in, you can get inside. You can get inside of, you can get into, you can get in between, you can get in the middle of. All right, they call those their freebies. I call all of these their freebies because you can get all of these with clues. Okay, the one with A is a little harder because a lot of people just memorize the A's. Maybe you did when you were in school. Aboard, about, above, along, alongside, um, among, amongst, amid, amidst, atop, around. You know, maybe you did it like that in alphabetical order. I know I did. So the reason we separate out prepositions that begin with A is because out of the 210% of them start with A. 
So that's, you know, that's a lot. All right, so back over here to the prepositions using your little figure and tissue roll. This is another thing that we can start on. Again, we're gonna start on the simplest things and uh, teach from those to start with using the quiz and the answer key, the quiz and the answer key. So we're flipping back and forth between the quiz and the answer key as we teach this. All right, so uh, with this, they're going to get a little figure so they can get, I think in the regular preposition practice packet, it talks about birdie. Birdie is um, in the tree, over the tree, under the tree, throughout the tree, so forth. Um, and the Beauty and the Beast one, it's beast. You can use any Beauty and the Beast character, Belle or Beast, that they're all given the pictures of them. You cut those out and you cut out the castle. It's super cute. And then you go, you know, Belle is in the castle, on top of the castle, around the castle, along the, it's so much fun. Kids love it. The elf one, the, um, you know, you might call him Buddy. <laughs> Buddy is in the workshop, out of the workshop, over the workshop, through the workshop, away from the workshop, inside the workshop, so forth. They, and for this one here, um, if you don't use a full preposition practice packet, they um, will get a little tissue tube, little empty tissue tube, and a little figure, and they can choose whatever they want. So they get all kinds of things for this. Sometimes they'll bring a little Polly Pocket. Sometimes they'll bring a little Lego Man. Sometimes they'll bring Spider Man. Um, sometimes they'll bring a, a little animal, and they'll name him, you know, Chip, uh, Doggy, uh, um, fluffy, whatever. And then they use that figure with the tissue roll over the tube. Uh, fluffy is in the tube. Fluffy is above the tube. Spidey is beside the tube. Birdie is away from the tube. And that is just a fantastic way to learn prepositions. So I always start with something that they know about already or something that is very easy to learn. I tell them, now when you do this at home, you're going to try the synonyms, the antonyms, and the little figure and tissue roll by yourself without using your answer key. Then you're going to highlight when you use your answer key and finish filling it in. Then you're gonna use your answer key to fill in the rest of it. The, the, the real secret to having the Think Fast quiz grow with them and having them memorize the terms more quickly is to have them fill in every single space of the beginning or the advance, even my older kids do this, fill in every single space, even if you need to use the answer key. Um, their best friend, right? And this is because of the muscle memory, the writing it, the going back and forth between the answer key and the lines, doing this repeatedly, definitely cements learning. So I tell them, you know what, you should be able to get most of those synonyms without the answer key. You should be able to get most of those antonyms without the answer key. You should be able to get at least 10 with Spidey and your uh, toilet paper roll. And my first publisher didn't want me to use toilet paper roll. <laughs> so now they all say tissue roll. Um, they didn't like the toilet, the toilet word in there, I guess. And so then now it's tissue roll. And the kids are always like, what's a tissue roll? <laughs> Just like toilet paper, babies. It's toilet paper. Oh, my word. Okay, so anyway, um, you can get 10 with your toilet paper roll and Spidey, right? Yeah, I probably can. Yeah, you can. All right, page two has some things that they might not be as familiar with. Maybe they have not learned their seven coordinating conjunctions. By the way, regardless of what you put on the left and you put on the right, these are the only seven words that put a comma before them if you have a complete sentence on the left and a complete sentence on the right. And um, 
the reason the, the reason that this is so important is because many adults and some teachers think that if you put then in the middle or you put when in the middle or you put moreover in the middle that you should put a comma before it complete sentence on the left complete sentence on the right but that is not true it's only these seven okay so I always teach the first two ways to create compounds, compound sentences. And I always tell them that a compound fracture is a break in two places. And a compound sentence is two sentences joined together. So always try, right? All good teachers try to relate some, an, a known, an unknown to a known, right? That's what makes us good teachers, relating an unknown to a known. And that is where the compound fracture. And then they're always like, oh, my sister had a compound fracture, right? You have to allow time for that too, right? <laughs> they all have stories. They're all sweet. All right, so um, they might not know those. So then I say, you know what? You don't have to know it. You go back into your answer key and you put your answer key beside you and you start. So I do anything that's fast and easy or that they already know for week one. Highlight those. You should be able to do those with your highlight. You should be able to do the highlighted ones without your answer key. Then you are going to put your quiz on your dominant side and you're going to put the answer key on the other side. So they're going to put their quiz on the right if they're right-handed. They're going to put the answer key on the left and they're going to fill in every other piece of it. Right now, when I start with second graders, we might only do the first page for a while. Just press. Okay, and then we'll add coordinated conjunctions, then we'll add for squares learned online, just mostly because of um, uh, finding their way through the answer key can be hard for second and third graders. And that much writing can be hard for second and third graders. So, you know, you can gauge how much of it, but my fourth and fifth graders, definitely, you put the quiz on your dominant, after you've done everything you can do without looking, regardless of whether it's week one, week two, week three, whatever we taught that week, and I have posters going up with all of these things. So be sure you check my Teachers Pay Teacher store uh, because all of these parts of the Think Fast Grammar Quiz will have a poster set. Um, the noun marker one, the article one is just amazing. My designer is incredible. So anyway, you can, you can do that also. You can like teach a certain thing. So this week we're gonna do articles. We're gonna do noun markers. You can use the posters to teach from hang the posters on the wall, and then assign that part along with synonyms and antonyms or anything that's fairly simple. All right, so my fourth and fifth graders, they're gonna do everything they can do, and then they're, and even sixth and seventh graders, and then they are going to have the quiz on their dominant side and the answer key, and they're gonna flip through and fill it all in. All right, so just a little bit of information about the other aspects. Coordinate conjunctions are pretty common. Prepositions are common, interjections, that's an interjection rhyme. My, well, oh, wow, yes, no. Another thing that's different about the beginning quiz and the advanced quiz, uh, Think Fast quiz, the, the Think Fast Advanced has three pages and the answer key is really extensive. Um, if this one's 25 total pages, that one's probably 40 or more pages total. Um, but the, uh, Another difference is that the beginning quiz has the initial letters. Do you see how everything on this page of the, not on the preposition page, but on the second page, the first letter, the initial letter of all the coordinated conjunctions, the fanboys, for and nor, but, or yet so, 
that is all, those are all given there, the initial letters, the BHL verb song, um, that's the initial letters are given, they're all given here. So that also is another way to help them memorize is by having the initial letters. And when they don't need the initial letters anymore, you can use the advanced quiz. All right, so coordinating conjunctions are pretty common, right? Everybody knows what those are um, or should know. And, and that's a, a common teaching um, thing because you can't teach compound sentences without the student noting, knowing the seven coordinating conjunctions. All right, so then we have interjection rhyme and that, those are common as well. Not necessarily in rhyme, but those are six common interjections. Of course, there are other ways to interject like, um, and hmm, and, uh, you know, even an address like Sarah, you know, that type of thing. But this teaches the six basics. And then when they have their punctuation lessons on the interjection rhyme, interjections, they have these six memorized. So they know they can put a comma following them or an exclamation point and start a new sentence. That's another lesson for another time. But uh, that is pretty simple to memorize. The noun markers and a the. Um, and I had a... I did not have a lesson. I'm going to have a lesson. Um, I had a couple of Monday mini meals. So if you, uh, you can go to my Pinterest page for Language Arts Lady and find all of the past Monday mini meals, Monday mini meals. It's uh, grammar, spelling and usage in 100 words or less for teachers and parents. And so I had a couple of weeks of the importance of doing an, a, the without an and in between. So that's why this is laid out like this. And a the three little words tell you that a they put that in noun is about to be heard. All right. Lastly, we have the BHL verb song, and BHL stands for being, helping, and linking verbs. When I do the advanced quiz, I will give a more thorough explanation of the BHL verb song and how it came about. But in a nutshell, this is all the being, helping, and linking verbs put together. And the reason that they're all put together is because they all act the same. So sometimes they stand alone and sometimes they can be helpers. They are all states of being in some way. They're not actions. So even like feel, it's how you feel inside. The action verb to that is when you feel something with your hand. So they are all, they all act the same. They are all states of being. Many of them can be used as helpers. They can all be used alone and they never have adverbs with them. So uh, that is why they're all together in this uh, song sung to the tune of the alphabet. A, uh, a be a helper, and we sing this aloud together. When I teach this, at first they're filling it in, right? They're filling it in using the answer key because they don't know these yet. They might know some being verbs. They might know some helping verbs. They might know some linking verbs but they don't know all 36 of them yet and they don't know them in this order so they will use their answer key and fill it in but when i'm ready for them to learn this like we've gone over some of the easy easy things and they've got those down pat now we're ready to move into something a little bit more challenging um, the bhl verbs then at that point we i would use my bhl verb song poster and i would hold it up and we would sing along with it. They would get the little reference uh, resource, uh, reference ring or notebook sheet to put in their notebook that comes with my poster pack. And, um, or they would go to their answer key in this thing fast quiz packet. 
So there are a lot of ways you can introduce this. Um, and then we would then we sing together to the tune of the ABCs. Be a helper, link, verb, is, our am, was, and were. Be and being, been, become, has, and had, and have, our ones. Can, could, shall, should, they, are, fun. Will, would, do, did, does, and done. May, might, must. There's some as well. Appear, look, seem, remain, taste, feel, and smell. All right. Here's your answer key. It is divided by sections in the same order that the quiz is. So prepositions, that is all the prepositions in alphabetic order. There are ones that are space, the plane flew blank, the clouds. Um, uh, that is, those are all the ones that show space, which spatial um, uh, um, positions are the most common prepositions, right? Above the road, across the road, after the road, against the road, so forth. Um, so that's the first one. And there are 129, so 130 that show space. So that is why their little ant, their little tube and their little character is so important because uh, literally they can get over 100 preps with just that, okay? Then we have the time one. The cat played blank lunch, through lunch, during lunch, uh, after lunch, so forth. Those are mostly time, uh, they're time plus, I like to call them. Then they have the ones that begin with A, made with multiple words, synonyms, antonyms, and then we have, and this, this doesn't have all of them because uh, the synonyms and antonyms alone are like three or four or five pages each. So um, that was gonna get to be a really long uh, teacher's notebook for you. So then they have the interjection rhyme, they have the fanboys, they have the first subordinators learned in rhyme. I'll talk about that more in the um, advanced quiz, but the, that's the first six that I teach them. And then I teach them that if a sentence starts with that, that part of the sentence is not a real sentence. More on that later. Since when though, because if although, and then their BHL verb song and their noun markers. All right, I need to hop off of here because I went over my time again. I thought this was gonna be a short one. Aha. Uh -huh. All right, so here we have freebies. You can get all of your teacher's notebook, sheets, all in one place in one whole PDF, or you can get them each week. So um, languageartsladyblog.com forward slash how I teach or else languageartsladyblog.com forward slash teacher's notebook. There's only one free product that has a lot to do with this because um, uh, I don't have all my grammar products up yet. So the one that has a lot to do with this is a checklist challenge where they have to know their coordinated conjunctions to make compound sentences. They have to know their interjections to add interjection openers. They have to know their prepositions and their subordinators to add prepositional phrase openers and subordinate clause openers. So that is uh, the freebie. And that also comes with a video of me teaching your students. And here are some other digital products. These are the ones that have a sentence by sentence outlining or a, the checklist challenge um, how to's in them. And those are really helpful to know the parts of speech for those. And those are all the how to's. They come from my tools and tricks books. So basically, if you want to do any other book, do a tools and tricks book first and you'll learn my methods. All right. And then these are the other places that these things are really taught um, that are not character quality language arts. So meaningful composition, these are all one semester books. All right, once again, you can create a class by contacting us online or in person for your co-op or for your family or your neighborhood. Um, 
you can hire a teacher to do a class um, that you want to um, uh, hire out somebody to teach for you. And we also have private tutoring and all of our classes. Thank you so much for joining me. It has been a pleasure to teach you about the beginning Think Fast quiz. I'll see you next week.